Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Sebastian Roger de Nunez, who is the um, podcast host of Nuggets of Wisdom, also has a YouTube channel called um, also has a YouTube channel called Nuggets of Wisdom as well. And he is the founder of the Thought Leadership Academy. Sebastian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so thrilled to spend some time with you and sharing some nuggets of wisdom also with your audience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a new year, so I thought I'd ask, how's uh, 2021 treating you so far, Sebastian? <laughs> Ooh, um, I'll be frank. I, I really respect uh, men's period. So I think women have a monthly cycle and men have a yearly cycle. So for me, the beginning of the year, I enter my winter which is an introspective mode, a moment of re-questioning everything to make sure that for the new spring, I plant the right seeds mm. and I let go of everything that is unnecessary. And it's been amazing because when you do that, when you shed and let go of the, the things that don't serve you anymore, it's so much faster to grow into a new version of you. Mm -hmm. so I love that you... I love that you do that. So December is my birthday month and that's usually my time of deep, deep reflection. I sort of kind of uh, consider it my, um, what do you call it? Like my head start to the new year because it's like, that's my new year. You know, my birthday is my new year. So it gives me like two, three weeks to prepare um, and then just kind of go, you know, in full swing where I like how you take the beginning of the actual year to really do a deep reflection and then show up strong in springtime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, I've, I've had so many influences that, you know, say like, you gotta be ready when New Year's come. You don't want to be like those that are still thinking. I'm like, yeah, no, cool. You know, I have the whole year and I can take my time. I just want to make sure that I don't continue, um, on the same track. If that is maybe I have this momentum and I can go faster, but maybe faster to the wrong destination. Mm. So for me, it's always extremely important. And I do it actually at every change of season, but most importantly in uh, January, because it's a new year, so symbolically it's bigger, and September, because it's still like for me, the beginning of school year, and it also is my mm. birthday. So oh. um, <laughs> I use these two crucial moments of the year to say, okay, what is it that I want to let go of? And what is it that I want to focus on really for the next season? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that we both um, put a lot of value on our birthday. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I truly believe they don't mean anything except mm. what you wanted to use it for. Like the reason that New Year's is so important, like physically, astronomically, it doesn't mean much. Mm. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we all agree on a milestone makes it easier to, I, I want to use the vocabulary I use in everything, change identity. Mm. Because this is what it is about. That's why like retreats and traveling and immersion, traveling to a new country, be going to a new place, making it easier to, uh, to speed up personal growth is because you put yourself in a different context mm. where you have dissociated yourself a bit from you, like the identity you have for yourself. And therefore, you can more easily create new habits. That's what everyone does at New Year. And it's just symbolic, but it just helps. And yeah. if we can use anything, 
uh, available to speed up our growth. Let's let's do it. Yeah, I like that attitude because there are some people who have just become so jaded setting like, let's say, New Year's resolutions that are like, no, I'm not going to set anything. And, you know, the start of New Year's was a little anticlimactic for a lot of us. Um, I I watched the New York uh, ball drop and there was like no one in sight. (laughs) Um, So it was just kind of a like, okay, this is going to be an interesting start to the new year. But I like how you said it's what you make of it. Like like it's like you you have to put the meaning into it. You need to put meaning into your birthday. You have to put meaning into the new year. Um, Because no one else is going to do it for you. I mean, it's nice that a lot of people generally, you know, culturally like do that, but ultimately you have to be the one to run with it. Yes. And, you know, I feel like actually the fact that it was so quiet in the way that it was like this kind of silence, we actually chose to go to a retreat center in the mountain with even less people. Mm. Uh, I had this goal for myself. I wanted to go to a place where I had a, I could hear and see far, so really on the top of a mountain, so I could project myself in Mm -hmm. time. Wow. But these, especially now, and I think we all went through something called uh, the pandemic, which um, triggered us necessarily in um, survival mode. Like Mm -hmm. even if you're very resilient and all this, you were triggered into your fears. And because of that, I felt like it was necessary for me to do a cleaning of that. To mm. not be in a survival mode, but in a, again, in thriving mode. And, and I ask myself this question, I'm still in the process, but I have found already a lot of answers of saying, what's important? What's yeah. important? What's important? Letting go of anything that is unimportant. And um, as we were preparing here and you're asked, talking about uh, what I do, I do help people make more money. That's mm-hmm. one of the first thing I do with my clients. Mm-hmm. But I realized that it has started to take a bit too much space in what I was doing with them. And mm-hmm. when money ends being a mean and starts being an end on its own, it feels void. Instantly yeah. feels void because money itself is meaningless. It's what you can create with it. Yeah. And therefore, it was very important for me, for myself, but also to say as a leader for my clients to question, why do we make that money? And what is it that we want to create? Yeah. There's this saying that says that having a lot of money doesn't make you any different. It just makes you more who you really are. Mm. And I wanted to question myself, like, who do I want to be like in mm. that more abundant version of myself? Yeah, I love that. It's uh, essentially what you're saying is that money is uh, could be used as a vehicle to achieve what you really want to do in the world, but it shouldn't be a destination. Exactly. And, and it's so easy. It's so easy. And I'm not talking only about money. I think with any goal mm-hmm. that we have, like we have this great vision. At some moment, we have this, like we want dream big. But as soon as we dream big, we start thinking, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. And we start creating milestones to get there. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we get start walking towards those milestones, it's so easy to become obsessed about the milestone and forgetting that those are just milestones. They're not mm-hmm. the end goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even like if you're saying, 
uh, you want to get fit. If you get obsessed about like you should improve your diet, no, that's not the goal. The goal is to be fit. So at some moment, remind yourself, why do you do that? Oh, actually, it's not even to be fit. It's to have a lot of energy. And actually, it's not even to have energy. It's so that you can be at the best service for the people around you. And it's not even to do that. So I always ask myself, like, uh, I know... I don't know if you're familiar with the seven levels deep. Mm-hmm. It's when you ask yourself why seven times. Mm. So if mm. I, I tell you, why do you do what you do? You have an answer. And I say, okay, cool. But why that? Why, why that? <laughs> I love that. Why that? Why that? Why that? So that we get to the core of the motivation. Mm-hmm. We strip anything that is unnecessary because we lose so much energy in going to these and intermediate steps, but that could sometimes be skipped altogether. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts on this because I learned early on, uh, actually not early on, more like last year, <laughs> uh, through a, through a coaching program. I was fortunate. My, my sister gifted me at this coaching program, which I was really grateful for, uh, for my birthday, actually for my birthday. Um, but anyway, uh, one thing I learned in that, um, you know, through this person that was teaching us is that, um, it's more important to set intentions than it is goals, because it's like what you said. It's like if I set this goal to to be a certain weight, like, no, no, the real goal, the real intention is to be healthy and be fit. And so I focus on intentions now more so than the goal, because I feel like I feel like as um, imperfect human beings as we are, like setting a goal is almost like trying to predict the future. And then you're disappointed oh. that it doesn't turn out that way. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, that's, I think that's a question that could be answered in a like five tone <laughs> book. Uh, but put it simply, I had my own experience with this mm-hmm. and I have to constantly remind myself. I truly believe you can be very specific with a goal and like even something in a long time frame, like, yes, trying to predict the future by creating it. Yeah. But as soon as you do that, as soon as you say, this is what I want, mm-hmm. you have to let go of the attachment. If wow. you don't let go of the attachment, first of all, 100% you will get impatient. Mm. You will get frustrated. It will feel like it's not moving fast enough because you've seen it in your mind. Why is it not in the real world now? Right, right. So you have this impatience <laughs> that starts building up. But... There's something I feel we don't even talk about much that is important. Mm-hmm. As you progress, and, and I will use that metaphor I always use, is like I love using uh, hiking metaphors. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it is, let's say we're starting at ground zero. And that's the moment you start envisioning and setting goals. Mm-hmm. So what you, you do is you look around and you see, oh, there's a beautiful summit up there I want to go to. And you say, I'm going there. I want to go there. I want to see the view up there. Mm-hmm. But if you get attached to that, there might be moments in the path that are going to be tricky. You might not even be able to go there because you don't have the right machete to go through the woods. It might be a right. cliff. And if you get obsessed with reaching that goal, what you might be missing is just turning your head slightly to the right. There's a wonderful lake with waterfalls and dolphins. I don't know they, what, they, what else could there be because you're so obsessed with that initial goal that you've set that you forget to see what's available to you. That might be even better because as you progress on your journey, 
and mm-hmm. again on that hike, as with every step you make, you have a different viewpoint. Yeah. And I work with my clients uh, with a 10-year vision, actually a 100-year vision, but a 10-year vision, like to be very specific. But I, mm-hmm. I always tell them, remind yourself that as specific as we might be designing today, mm-hmm. this is what you want for 10 years from now, today. Mm-hmm. 10 years from now, you won't want that for yourself. So it's more like giving you an idea of a, the initial direction you want to take from where you are right now. Yeah. I'm living a life I love today. 10 years ago, I would not even think that would be something I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it sees... Um, a lot of people have been telling me that I have a very Taoist mindset. Mm-hmm. I love living in the paradox. You have to be... For me, you have to be extremely specific, extremely committed to that goal. And at the same time, you could not care less. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that, um, that hiking analogy because my husband and I, um, we were talking about this in couples counseling because we did go on a hike. Like, um, I think it was sometime in fall and, uh, and we had two options. We could either take the, the long trail and, you know, kind of enjoy the scenic route and make it to the top, or we can do the fastest one. So I call myself more of like a marathon rot runner and he's more of a sprinter. So he's like, we're going to take the shortest route to the top. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and along the way, um, there was this one beautiful, like scenic, like we took a break. I mean, it was, it was really, it was funny because it's like, he was, he was so fixated on the destination. I was like, yeah, but look at this view, look at that view, you know? And, mm-hmm. and he was just so fixated. But even once we got to the top, Sebastian, like he already wanted to go back down. And I was like, well, what, what was the point of that? It's like, you, you were, you weren't even like, you didn't even stay to appreciate it, you know? And so I love that analogy. Cause it's like, you know, you have this idea that you think that's what you want, but you know, it's really about like what comes along in the journey. You might actually find something even better. I had goosebumps right now. <laughs> it's, it's just like, that was everything. Yeah. It's a meal. Mm. You go to a restaurant, you wanted to ha- go to the restaurant and you like, you, you planned it and all this, but you're been waiting for this meal to happen. Maybe it was a date or a romantic dinner or like a, a strategical partnership, or you really wanted to eat that food, but mm-hmm. at the restaurant you're talking and you're almost like eating too fast because you wanted to be here. And then you're already out of the door before you realize what, that you were eating this thing. Yeah. So the way I see it is, first of all, you never know if you're going to reach the end destination. Yeah. So you got to learn and not learn because I think we know how to do it. You got to practice enjoying the journey. I love that. And and I feel like it's I love talking about the yin and yang principle. Simplified mm-hmm. as masculine and feminine. Um, and the masculine is that. It's like, there's a summit. I'll go to the summit. Oh, I'm on the summit. But there's <laughs> another higher summit. And then let's go. And always <laughs> wanting more. Yep. And there's beauty in this because that's what takes us to the moon or being able to do Zoom calls today. You know, it's like this right. desire for what else can we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, what notes can I play on my saxophone? And all these quests. What, how can I fly on a, with a piece of fabric in the sky like a bird <laughs> all these things come from these masculine or better say the yang principle of more mm-hmm. and exploration mm-hmm. but if it's just that it's a life of insatisfaction yeah because all it's always looking ahead yeah 
and never where you are right now. And that's 90% of the work I do with my clients. 90% is obviously I help them reach the destination they wanted initially and actually make it bolder and dare, you know, go yeah. with that masculine and say, no, no, you're, yeah, you're yeah. playing small. But as soon as we start, we start the journey together, 90% of my job is to help them with the feminine of we're good. It's okay. Cool. Enjoy. And what's beautiful about that, Mm -hmm. when you practice this feminine, um, yin, I prefer using yin in general because Mm -hmm. I think it's true caricature all other ways, but this yin of everything is perfect, exactly where I am, which has this drawback of like, you're never move. If you're completely yin, you're like sitting on a stone your whole life. You starve Mm -hmm. to death with a smile on your face, but there's... There's this idea of playing the two characters at the same time. Alternatively, but if you can, at the same time, where you're like progressing with to the words that an impossible goal to achieve. (laughs) And still like, I couldn't care less if I get there. I'm enjoying so much just progressing. I'm enjoying moving. It's like sailing on a boat, trying to reach America or the moon or Mars, but saying... Well, if we don't get there, I am loving this view. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like you uh, you trick your clients in the best way possible. It's like you help them make this audacious, you know, goal. But as they work with you, you bring out the you know the feminine side, the the yin. I believe is that the yin, as you explained it, to be like, hey, it, it's okay. We can appreciate this too, and I kind of like that deception in a way, you know, because people can't, you can't really teach that up front. I think it's like, they have to sort of realize it on the journey. Uh, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's every person has their natural initial tendency, you know, like where mm-hmm. they feel comfortable, like in the harmony of yin and yang. And I don't think, I think it can be also in subcategories, maybe in other ways, the way you treat your family, you're more masculine, but your business, you're mm-hmm. more feminine, you know, it can be applied in different way, but people have where they're usually playing out. Mm-hmm. And so I work depending on where the person is. So I've worked with people that are very in initially. I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Is that the life you want? Is that really where you want to be 10 years from now? Move your ass. Come on, you have more to offer. But then if they start with like, oh, I have all these dreams and I want to do this. Yeah, we're cool. Don't you see you're living in paradise already? So wow. I, my job um, in every situation, I... I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm also very hippie. So when I'm with <laughs> entrepreneurs, I'm the hippie. When I'm with hippies, I'm the entrepreneurs. Everywhere I go, I have this natural tendency to pull things on the other side. It's, I have to be transparent here. It is a very uncomfortable position for me because I always feel like the outsider. I'm always mm-hmm. trying to bring people to the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I cannot help it. I, I just see what's off balance and yeah. what might fall uh, if it continues on that path. Yeah. Wow. Powerful. Uh, Sebastian, I feel like we have only scratched the surface to how amazing, uh, the amazing work you do for your clients. Uh, but let us know uh, before we wrap up here, um, tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel and podcast, Nuggets of Wisdom. Uh, what can people expect when they uh, listen to your podcast or watch your, go visit your YouTube channel? 
I think this, finding this balance between what's very pragmatical, like I'm talking about sales mindset, how to close, how to increase your pricing, how to dare bigger, talking to bigger stages and rolling more clients or more people into your teams. So like that's very masculine. And yeah. then on the other side, say all these mindset of happiness. I, have, mm. I You can call it however you want. I love calling it fun. Because for me, like if I'm having fun, I'm really in a good. I'm usually in a good place. For yeah. other people, it can be peace or fulfillment or joy, happiness. But it's like this: how can we f don't never forget, never, never forget, no matter what goal you're trying to achieve, mm -hmm. that underlying is this is the goal we are trying to get. You're, there's no competition worth winning mm -hmm. if it's at the expense of happiness, joy, fulfillment, peace, however you want to call it. Because mm -hmm. it will always, and, and I just want to say one note on that. You see all these achievers that never smile. And that for me terrifies me because it feels like it shows an example that the only, like if you want to have these things, you got to let go of being happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That I feel like that's strong. I, I believe like I, everyone can have their own journey, but for me, it feels very wrong not yeah. to get to a place that seems to be heaven and still not be satisfied. So these is, are the very two polar um, pillars I address on the podcast that I do solo shows where I share about these things, where I invite guests to extract their nuggets of wisdom of these little insights, these key moments that have helped them maximizing their capacity to live the best life possible for themselves. I love it. Sebastian, I can tell that you love what you do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, we do have to wrap up here, but uh, let me know any final closing thoughts before we go, Sebastian. Mm. I feel like that's always like the big, like, you know, million dollar question. People are like, I don't know how to answer it, but then some people do. <laughs> I feel like there's these, uh, when I'm, I was talking, I feel like there's, I was, I'm, I have a tendency to be extreme, even like in like, oh, you got to be like there or there. Mm -hmm. Chill out. <laughs> I think the number one thing is it's just sometime as you were doing or you're doing for birthday yet slash new year. Uh, I do for my birthday and new year, but yeah. you can do that at any moment, especially in moments of feeling tired or feeling like a breakdown when you have your periods. If you're a woman and if you're a man, you all, we also have our period. It's just not as obvious, but when you have a moment of like, use that time, these depression, these lack mm -hmm decrease of pressure to question yourself on what's important and bring that back up as your Northern star. Wow. I would say, yeah, that That's would powerful. Be. Wow. On that note, Sebastian, thanks again for joining us here on the thoughtful entrepreneur. I really, really, really enjoyed our conversation today. Yes, me too. Thank you so much. And I love that you were sharing with you the, the stories with your partner and your own, uh, yeah. It's therapeutic to talk about it out loud. So <laughs> just get it out there. But uh, yeah, once again, to our listeners, this is Sebastian Roger de Nunez. You can learn more about him at his YouTube channel or on his podcast, Nuggets of Wisdom. Thank you all again so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.